Hello, this is Meghnath from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, November 6th and we still don't know who the President of United States of America is. And that's what the main story today is about. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden took a narrow lead over President Donald Trump in the battleground state of Georgia for the first time earlier today. This has put the White House within his reach as undecided states continue to count ballots. Biden has a 253-214 to 214 lead in the state-by-state state electoral college vote that determines the winner. Winning Georgia's 16 electoral votes would put the former vice president on the cusp of the 270 he needs to secure the presidency. Biden would become the next president by winning Pennsylvania or by winning two out of the trio of Georgia, Nevada or Arizona. Trump's likeliest path appears narrower. He needs to hang on to both Pennsylvania and Georgia and also to overtake Biden in either Nevada or Arizona. Biden is now ahead by 917 votes in Georgia, where counting continues. The shift in Georgia came hours after Trump appeared at the White House to falsely claim the election was being quote-unquote stolen from him. Several US TV networks halted live coverage of Donald Trump's first public appearance since election night after concluding that the president was spreading disinformation. Trump unleashed a flood of incendiary and unsubstantiated claims in a 17-minute address, insisting that Democrats were using illegal votes to steal the election. MSNBC anchor Brian Williams said, quote, Okay, here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the President of United States, but correcting the President of the United States, unquote. After this, the network quickly ended its live coverage. NBC and ABC News also pulled the plug on their live coverage of Trump. As of recording this, we still don't know who the President of the United States of America will be. But from the looks of it, we will know really soon. The Supreme Court has issued a notice of contempt to the Secretary of the Maharashtra Assembly for writing a letter to the Republic TV editor Arnab Goswami on October 13th for the breach of the confidentiality of the proceedings of the House by approaching the top court against the breach of privilege notice. I know that sounds confusing because it really is confusing. The top court asked the Secretary of the Maharashtra Assembly to remain present during the hearing on this letter, which will take place after two weeks. Till then, the court ordered no arrest of Goswami in the privilege matter. The bench headed by Chief Justice of India, S.A. Bobde, appointed Advocate Arvind Datar as amicus to assist in the matter. The Supreme Court noted that the letter seriously interferes with the administration of justice as it intimidates Goswami for approaching the court. The bench also comprising Justice A.S. Bopanna and Justice V. Ramasubramanian termed the letter by the Assembly Secretary as unprecedented and shocking. The court said, quote, The clear intention of the author of the letter seems to be to intimidate the petitioner because he approached the court and to threaten him with a penalty for doing so. The Assembly should be well advised to understand that the right to approach this court under Article 32 of the Constitution is itself a fundamental right." The top court has issued a notice to Attorney General K.K. Venugapal to assist in this matter. The letter of October 13th was produced before the court by Goswami's lawyer Harish Salve, who submitted an application with an affidavit by Arnab's wife as he is in jail. 
Goswami was arrested on Wednesday from his house in Mumbai and then was taken to Alibagh in connection with a 2018 case of abetment to suicide. Designer Anvay Nayak and his mother Kumud Nayak died of suicide and named Goswami as one of the three people who didn't pay dues amounting to 5.4 crore rupees. Chief of Defence Staff General Bipin Rawat has said that India will not accept any shifting of the line of actual control (LAC) and added that unprovoked tactical military actions spiraling into a larger conflict cannot be discounted. He made this statement after the eighth round of senior military commander talks between India and China at Chusul to resolve the ongoing standoff. General Rawat said, "Quote: Our posturing is unambiguous." we will not accept any shifting of the lac in the overall security calculus border confrontations transgressions unprovoked tactical military actions spiraling into larger conflict therefore cannot be discounted unquote talking of the situation in eastern ladakh general rawat said the situation remained tense and chinese people's liberation army was facing unanticipated consequences of its misadventure in ladakh because of the indian defense forces firm and strong response the corps commander level talks began at 9:30 am today on the indian side at chusul the indian stand remains firm for disengagement across entire eastern ladakh after the developments on the south bank of pangongso in august when the indian army occupied several dominating features which were lying vacant China has been pressing for discussing the south bank first and other friction areas later. This is the first round of talks with the Indian side led by Lieutenant General PGK Menon who took over as the 14th Corps commander on October 13th. He has attended the last two rounds of talks stating that India faced various external security challenges. General Rawat said constant friction with two of our nuclear armed neighbors with whom India has fought wars are increasingly acting in collusion. He said, quote, "This poses an omnipresent danger of regional strategic instability with potential for escalation, threatening our national integrity and strategic cohesion." Unquote. With no progress in talks to resolve the standoff along the disputed boundary in eastern Ladakh, which was ongoing since first week of May, Both sides have made preparations to maintain thousands of troops and equipment in extreme conditions in the high altitude winter. WhatsApp has finally launched its much awaited disappearing messages feature with a time limit of 7 days before the message gets automatically deleted. The feature is available for individuals as well as group chat. In group chats the admins will be able to enable disappearing messages. The disappearing messages feature is now official and will be rolled out to its 2 billion plus users during this month. In a statement, the Facebook owned company said, "Quote, the goal is to make conversations on WhatsApp feel as close to in person as possible, which means they shouldn't have to stick around forever. That's why we are excited to introduce the option to use disappearing messages on WhatsApp. When the disappearing messages feature is turned on, new messages sent to a chat will disappear after 7 days helping the conversations feel lighter and more private we are starting with 7 days because we think it offers peace of mind that conversations aren't permanent while remaining practical so you don't forget what you were chatting about the shopping list or store address you received a few days ago will be there while you need it and then disappear after you don't unquote 
taking to twitter whatsapp announced the launch of the feature by saying quote because not all messages need to stick around forever unquote the disappearing messages feature will be available on all whatsapp supported devices including android ios and linux based kios devices along with whatsapp web and desktop platforms by the end of this month an embarrassing controversy has erupted over a statue that featured prominently during union minister amit shah's visit to bengal's bankura district yesterday on the first of the two day visit to bengal to kick start bjp's preparations for assembly elections next year shah was in bankura to tap tribal votes the district is part of the tribal dominated jungle mahal district of bengal shah's first stop was to garland a statue of birsa munda the legendary tribal leader who fought for india's independence and was killed at the young age of 25 however at the last minute tribal leaders pointed out to the bjp that the statue was not of birsa munda at all but a generic tribal hunter bjp workers hastily placed a portrait of the tribal leader at the foot of the statue amit shah showered petals at the statue and garlanded the portrait after the visit he tweeted quote paid floral tributes to legendary tribal leader bhagwan birsa munda ji in bankura west bengal today birsa munda ji's life was dedicated to the rights and upliftment of our tribal sisters and brothers his courage struggles and sacrifices continue to inspire us unquote the controversy has also provided the governing trinamool congress party with ammunition to attack the bjp ahead of the next year's election The party tweeted this morning saying quote Bohira gato are at it again Union Home Minister Amit Shah is so ignorant of Bengal's culture that he insulted Bhagwan Birsa Munda by garlanding a wrong idol and placed his photo at someone else's foot will he ever respect Bengal unquote an organization of tribal leaders the Bharat Jagat Majhi Paragana Mahal has declared that it is upset over what they feel is an insult to Birsa Munda today people from the local tribal community turned up to sprinkle ganga water around the statue to purify it and now for some well done kebabs from the hot tandoor of newslaundry.com the coronavirus pandemic and the nationwide lockdown imposed in march to contain it have caused severe economic pain in india GDP growth has plummeted unemployment has soared and businesses have been crippled one aspect of the economic crisis has stayed under the radar which are the losses suffered by central and state governments from the drop in gst revenues states especially those governed by opposition parties have been desperately asking for money owed to them under the gst revenue sharing arrangement to deal with the pandemic and its economic impact but the narendra modi government has been dragging its feet so what are the states to do why has the modi government tightened the purse strings what could be the consequences of this crisis i've done an explainer video on this simplifying this complex web of finances do watch it on our youtube channel or website newslaundry.com basant kumar's ground reporting in bihar continues unabated the latest story he has done is from a sugar mill in motihari here farmers and workers have been waiting for years for their pending dues politicians promise to reopen the mill every election season only to disappear afterwards read his report both in hindi and english on newslaundry.com we have now collected 
फोर लैख इलेवन थाउजेंड फाइव हंड्रेड रुपीज फॉर बसन बिहार इलेक्शन एन एल सेना प्रोजेक्ट द गोल फॉर दिस प्रोजेक्ट इज फाइव लैख फोर्टी थाउजेंड रुपीज ऑलमोस्ट देयर पीपल ऑलमोस्ट देयर If you want to support ground reports and real journalism like the one Basant is doing, please do consider supporting his work. It would be highly appreciated and would go a long way towards doing more projects like these. Support independent journalism because that's the only way a live broadcast of a fake speech by an elected leader in India will ever get interrupted. Just to fact check the lies. Otherwise. no ad funded media will ever have the courage to give you facts as they are meant to be served to you remember that that's all the news i have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.